Welcome back to another episode of Training Camp. My name is Dan Hartwig. We've got Maurice Claret and the Sierra Hartwig with us today. Man, I got some questions. Why the heck is Sierra leaving the water running? And what is Maurice Claret doing <laughs> at 4.30 in the morning? Let's get into training camp. Okay, I'm going to hop right into it. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about mental health. One of the things that Maurice and I have in common are we both actually have experience with mental health. We kind of talked about it briefly in the last episode, but we're going to get into it a little bit deeper. Now, I used to be somebody who was completely against medication, and I'm not advocating for it by any means. I think everybody should do what they need, but the main thing that I really want to express is the need to find what works for you. This week, I got a little bit of a reminder of what it's like when I don't have my medication because I have a medicine dispenser and I did not realize that I was out of part of my medication and it was probably a couple hours into the day. I just felt super off. I can't really explain it, but I felt like nobody was home upstairs You can ask Dan, he was kind of losing his mind by having to deal with me. But have you ever noticed, Maurice, that when you're taking the proper medication, Mm -hmm. one of the things you notice is how much other people should be on medication? You can kind of like spot out the ones where you're like, oh, that person needs medication. Yeah, no, well, one, I've been taking medication since uh, 2006. And so one, I can say all the differences when I do take my medication to when I'm not. Mine is a little bit different. Uh, I'll just sleep all day. So if you ever catch me sleep, uh, like literally if I sleep probably, I don't know, 10, 12 hours out the day, it's basically basically because I haven't gotten up and went through my little morning routine, took my medication and went on from there. Or like I'll just be just like sluggish. Like I'll just feel like I won't feel motivated to work out. I won't feel motivated to do anything. And literally, um, and, and then once once my sleep is messed up, then my sleep patterns are messed up. So y'all know how that feels. Like once you, once your sleep pattern is messed up, it kind of oh, like you feel yeah. loopy for you know you feel loopy for a couple of days until you can kind of get back into your cycle. Uh, but then I also from taking medication for so long, uh, one she wasn't lying, or I don't know if it was edited out, but the tapping comes from people who take mental health medication. Yep, people who typically take mental health medication, they're always either tapping their foot, tapping their hand. Or there's some sort of like uh, constant movement that has to take place. Uh, but that, those are small indicators that I know from people who like are very active. And I think that's like a, it may be a trigger from the medication. I don't know. Uh, but it's like something unconscious that I do. Or um, I know like what, um, remember a few years back, they used to have those uh, spinner things? Yep. For autistic kids, literally. Fidget, fidget spinners. Fidget spinners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I became addicted to those things. Because it was always something for me to do. Like, I'll be sitting around and I'll put the little thing in between my fingers and I'll be fidgeting, but it would have me focusing on something and kind of like center me and like kind of keep my mind in the right place. But uh, definitely I can identify when people have it. I can tell when my, I can tell when my, I'm off my medication, I'm sleeping real hard. If you ever just see me sleeping for a long time, I've not basically taken the, taken the appropriate dose of my medication. <laughs> I've like been off my routine. And uh, the last part of it is that um, I definitely, no, there's a lot of people who could use medication. <laughs> Absolutely. That's <laughs> like my it. favorite thing to notice. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? Do you have, uh, even though you don't take medication, do you yourself use uh, sort of like a mental health routine or 
Do you have something to kind of keep your mind in the right place? Man, I, I think step one is I got to make sure that I'm doing a better job that Sierra's taking her medication to <laughs> that water. I'm telling you, that water ain't free. You know, but you know, you know, even even more importantly, I think uh, you know I think wellness is is you know so important. So whether you're taking medication or not, look, I, I think the it's so true that you got to take care of your mind because your mind is what's going to lead to you doing anything and everything else. So. You know, I think that's uh, that, that's the most important thing is take care of your mind, whether it be with medication or whether it be with, you know, your overall mind, body, spirit, health as wealth. So let's get right into uh, category. You know, the, the second category I know that we want to talk about, Sierra, was, uh, you know, the, the champion's conditioning. And, you know, one of the things that I've always wondered a little bit about was uh, what is it, you know, what is too much water? What is not enough water? Because I know that water is one of those things that uh, is essential, right, in our lives. So, you know, you know, obviously, as somebody who's a certified nutritionist now, right? Uh, congratulations, by the, by the way. So oh, talk to us you. a little bit about water. Um, I think a common misconception is um, that people are worried about over-consuming water. It's very, very hard to do. Um, not everybody needs to drink, you know, two gallons of water. Um, but there's so many different uh, benefits to drinking it. There's not just like one benefit to drinking enough water. Uh, water does things like it carries oxygen and nutrients to the cells of your body. It helps with um, digestion. It maintains your body's temperature. It'll help regulate that. It also is an appetite suppressant. And a lot of people don't take that you know, into consideration because like 90% of the time people think that they're hungry, they're actually just dehydrated. And if you were to, you know, hydrate yourself, then your body feels full. Yeah. So you, people just fill themselves with like these snacks, like in between meals when in actuality, if they're getting enough water, it definitely would, you know, narrow that gap and cut down in calories. Let me ask you a question. So how is it that sometimes, you know, when I start drinking water um i feel like loopy like why is it that sometimes i'll feel like loopy if i'm if i'm drinking maybe uh, trying to do my my gallon for the day right so people who are starting out they're like hey you got to drink a gallon a day okay i start drinking a gallon a day and all of a sudden i feel a little like my equilibrium's off why is that um that's probably because you're just consuming it too quickly uh, if you are trying to drink a gallon of water a day and you've only drank let's say six ounces and it's 9 p.m I don't encourage you to just down a gallon before bed. That's not the purpose, and that's not going to really benefit you the way. The, you should be drinking it all day long. You're supposed to um, drink to thirst, essentially, and refill and like your electrolytes and everything that you're burning off, like everything you sweat, you're supposed to refill with liquid, and a lot of people don't know that. So if you're rehydrating all day long, you're not going to be in that clench. Now... If you're starting, and I know this happened to you, Maurice, you were like really struggling to do it. It's a lot easier when you just like fill a cup or drink from a straw even. You'd be surprised at how much easier it is to drink your water. But drink it through the day. It's not a race. You got to remember that what you're doing it for. And also, if you stay away from the carbonated beverages, it's also easier to drink water because the carbonation fills you up. Well, I take for me, uh, I can only drink cold water. Well, I want to say only, but I like cold water instead of like room temperature water. And most Ooh, of the I time, love it when, warm. You're, when you're drinking the water, it's like a milk jug that's been sitting out all day. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I'm saying really? so. I or, love warm or, water. Or, or, or just some sort of warm water. And so for me, I'm just like, all right, like this doesn't, 
Like, so what do you drink instead when it's warm? No, I just, I, I don't really drink, like, if, I, if, if I'm done working out, it's easier for me to drink water. But if I'm just, like, walking around the house, going from point A to point B, I don't drink anything. I just, you know, I'm just doing my thing. I don't have, like, a uh, beverage. Okay. I, don't, I don't have a beverage of uh, choice. But most people who are, like, within the fitness community, it's either consuming some food, consuming a liquid. So, like, it's all day just consumption of, like, some sort of healthy product. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. And so, for mm-hmm. me, I don't have, like, this... Um, I don't have a tick in my head to say, like, I got to get my metabolism going. I got to take a supplement. I have to take something like that. And so that's probably my hardest thing because I don't look at, you know, I don't look at um, uh, as food or drink as something I got to do all the time. Makes sense. Makes sense for sure. Um, you know, so look, I know that I know that we wanted to talk a little <laughs> bit about the most important thing, right, which obviously are our kiddos, you know. Uh, Sierra, I know that uh, you want to talk a, a little bit about what Maurice and I have in, in common together, what we experienced together. So I know Maurice had a little story that, of course, he yeah. is going to share <laughs> with everybody today as well. Yeah, I love kind of seeing these guys. One thing that we have in common is, aside from being neighbors, we have uh, we have kids that are the same exact age. Yeah, so <laughs> they are going through all the same stages at the same time, and it's hilarious to see uh, Dan and Maurice go through these stages as dads because they just react so much differently than females. So um, they have a new story every day. Um, so I'm sure you guys have one you'd like to share with the audience. Yeah, I mean, we talk we talk about this as like a, a joke, but, but yeah. you know, we can we can hashtag <laughs> this, we can trademark this. We SDS, right? We call it suburban dad shit because yeah. this is stuff that we deal with every single day. But yo, Maurice was over um, uh, over over at our house. Uh, just this past week. So um, you want to share share this story? This was really suburban dad shit. And so literally, literally, so so I go over Dan's house and I'm waiting for uh, uh, the tow truck to come to take my car to basically take it to the shop. Right. So I'm over Dan's house and he has a break between the work day and I'm sitting out there and my son comes with me Son name is Titan, and Titan comes with me, and we're playing around in Dan's front yard, right? So as we're playing around, uh, Dan has this orange ball that we we're like uh, we throw it out into the yard. Titan gets it, he comes back, he just throws it anywhere. We catch it, and as we're doing this, we're like casually talking. So through the course of this, uh, Titan has been over with me to Dan's house before, and Titan has basically taken a shit at Dan's house, and then I've had to say, "Hey, let me cut this visit short. Like, let me get back over to the house." So this day, Titan comes to me, and I can smell that, uh, I can smell shit in the air, and I'm like, man, my man, it took a shit. So as any parent would do, you like tap the kid butt, and then I say, okay, I don't feel anything. I don't feel like the diaper is full. <laughs> so then I look in there, and I don't see it. And so then I'm saying to myself, like, all right, this is weird, but I just keep on playing with the ball. And I say, maybe my nose, you know, because if you've changed enough diapers, you start to think that you're smelling shit. Like, I'm pretty sure y'all been there before, right? Yeah. And so... He goes back out to the yard, so then he comes back, and I'm like, man, I smell this shit again, right? So I throw the ball back out again, so I'm thinking to myself, like, man, he's gone, and I'm still smelling this shit, right? And so the next thing you know, he comes back over, and then it hits me that I, when he, Well, I had to go inside first. Yeah, oh, yes, you had to go inside. I forgot about that. But when I hear the knock. I hear the knock oh, on the door. Oh, it's all, but before I did the knock... He was coming over to me, patting me on my jacket. <laughs> so my son had went into the yard, and they have a dog who obviously shits in the front yard, and he was grabbing the shit instead of grabbing the ball. And I don't know what he thought the shit was, but he was grabbing the shit with his hands, 
and he was coming back over to me. He was patting my jacket, right? And next thing I know, the shit that I was smelling was actually on my jacket. And so when I grabbed tight and I walked back up and I had to like, I had to like share the laugh with Dan <laughs> and I said, yo, this is so crazy shit. And I said, my man was going to the dog. He was going to the yard <laughs> and picking up Max's shit, right? Out the yard. So gross. And, and then coming and putting it on dad. And I said, man, we got to go to the house. And so we, we came to the house and I had to immediately jump in the shower. Cause I said, this is literally suburban dad shit. And suburban <laughs> dad shit is like, it's really like you get to the suburbs and like everybody thinks that thinks that they're cool forever, and then like you just have like suburban dad moments. Like you just have like moments where you you're running sprints in the middle of the street and like you're watching kids at the bus stop, and then you start to realize like this is like some suburban dad shit. This is like normal shit. Like all your cool cars are gone, and there's just like so many different events that I think happen that just lets you know like your your past like your stage of cool. Like mm -hmm. Tyler, he's the production behind the producer behind this. He's like still like in the cool phase, but like yeah, once you hit is. like uh I don't know, once you hit like what 32, 33, like yeah. I think like it just kind of settles in that you're not like this is cool. what this is what people who don't have kids get to look forward to. Yeah, you know, pretty much. Sneak peek. Right. So <laughs> that you know that's great. But here's my here's my real question. Why are you up at four thirty in the morning and whose ass are you kicking? Hey, listen to me. I, I'm up at four thirty in the morning. And uh, my, my little guy in the neighborhood, his name is Ashton, young Ashton Singh. Uh, he's uh, very, very cool, very dedicated, uh, very serious and very committed young guy, 15 years old. Um, let me just say how it comes about. Uh, now, we were going last year uh, when we were, he was waking up in the morning and then he took a break and they took a two week vacation. And actually, I was getting back up about 530. He called me. and was like, yo, when are we back in the gym at five in the morning? So he actually called me out and was like, yo, let's get back on at 5 a.m. so I can be done at 6 so I can get to school in time. Aww. And so for a kid to be 15 years old to intentionally seek out somebody who I'm doing nothing but abusing him. You know what I'm saying? So he gets there in the morning and I'm doing workouts with him just to kick his ass. And he doesn't realize it, but I'm just trying to see where his breaking point is at. You know what I'm saying? But I've seen I've seen him hit the breaking point. I've seen him want to quit. And I seemed like this morning, I asked him, I said, man, like, you know, it's easy for you to, you know, like wear your little cute wristband and your cute sneakers and, you know, put your little cute motivational sound on your phone, but it's hard to get your ass kicked every day. You know what I'm saying? Well, you don't have to. Like, just to walk, to walk down in our neighborhood, you know how dark it is outside, to walk down as a kid at 4.45 in the morning by yourself, yep. you know, that's probably mm -hmm. two blocks away, you know, that, that just shows a different level of commitment. And he's out there running sprints with me. He's lifting weights. He's doing plyometric jumps. And not once do, uh, does he complain. And uh, when you just speak about the, the character that that develops at 15, 16, 17 years old, I always say it to myself, I said, no matter what this kid does in life, like he's going to be successful. You know, just because he, he has the pedigree, excuse me, he has the pedigree to not to complain. And then he has the pedigree to just do what he's asked to do. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're just trudging forward and doing it with um, a spirit of enthusiasm. You know, that's what he does. And he does it to the best of his abilities. But He's definitely the training camp champion this week. Uh, but uh, shouts out to my man, Asher Singh. And to wrap the show up, we'll leave it. I'll, I'll pass it back and forth to both of you all. Uh, we, we just want to talk about something that is, that's a little bit motivational, something that may pick people up during the week, something that we may feel has some benefit to uh, the, the viewing public. Uh, but I'll start with you. You can swing it to Dan. And I don't want to go after Dan because Dan probably will knock it out the park and we'll both be done. Nobody wants to go after Dan. <laughs> yeah, <there we> go. <laughs> <laughs> to wrap things up, I kind of just want to lay out a challenge for everybody. 
Um, something small, if you haven't been active per se, start with something small, like let's say 20 minutes of uninterrupted cardio, such as you could be like cleaning your house, but still like moving your feet at all times. If you're doing laundry, keep moving your feet. Just start out with three days a week. Try and find 20 minutes of that and just see how it changes your day. Because small adjustments that you throw in like that can change everything. It can change your attitude. It can change the way that you feel overall. So that's just like a small little challenge I wanted to throw out there and we'll kind of follow up and see what people think about it later on. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, this is, this is all about, you know, we talk about training camp, you know, we're talking about what does it mean to make the cut, you know, really in life, right? So how do we make the cut? Well, you know, we got to stay in the zone. And I think sometimes people have avoided the zone for so long and you can sense it in their, in their step. You can sense it in their attitude. You can sense it in the way in which they talk and the words that they use. And one of the things that I will tell you is that if you want to be in the red zone in life, that means that 80% of the work is all about effort. It's all about time. It's all about effort. And once you get into the red zone, you are closer to scoring. So my tip for you is to stay in the zone. Look, you are where you are today, either because of the fact that you avoided certain things or because you disciplined yourself to be there. So just remember that some people want the ball, but champions are going to take the ball. That's another episode of Training Camp. Let's go.